0: You are now politicking with Poe on popoliticking.com.
1: I don't know how y'all see it, but when it comes to the children,
2: Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Man, so welcome back to another edition of popoliticking.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now, we're live on my Twitter, Periscope, and Twitch. But make sure you go on Apple Music, Spotify, on Amazon right now. Type in PoPolitik and listen to my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two, and place to be with Cam. How you doing, bro?
3: What's good? I'm great, man. How are you, man?
2: I'm good, man. Uh, you're in the battle. So like I said before, I, you know, the battle thing, it ain't even none. Don't it's just whatever anyway, just to kind of get y'all more exposure. But I try to make it where it's people I already talk to. It's not just no new people because, you know. Sometimes you dealing with just straight new people, you don't know how that's gonna go. <laughs> Rolling the dice every time. Yeah,
3: man. I know exactly what you mean. And I appreciate your right. exposure so much.
2: It's yeah, fun. and that drop was funny, man. You had you had a little flow,
3: a little bit. I said Here. <laughs> You know, nope hit me in, like right when I woke up. So she was like, Oh, my people need this video. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. What you mean? Let me so I just sent her that like off the top. I was just like, I did not expect to post that one, you know, because I, I was in my fucking bed and everything. But you know, she was like, "Oh, I already sent it off. They loved it. You're already good." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, was like,
2: tomorrow is not promised, but let's get to
3: it." <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get beat for a second. Yeah, I know something. Something's in this head. You know what I'm saying?
2: So, uh, so where you from?
3: Man, I'm from West LA, Venice Beach, California, Los Angeles. Uh, born and raised. I'm actually living up in Oregon right now. I moved up here in like 2017. And uh, man, I actually love it up here. My grandmother was from Oregon. So I like visited like every other year. And then um, I just moved up here to help with her and my father because he actually was living up here at that time too. And then she passed last year. And uh, then I was doing some other stuff with my dad. He had some health stuff, you know, just trying to hold it down. And uh, just doing some school and shit uh, and met Nope, you know, meeting more people. And you already know, man, I love it up here, though. It's really it's really cool, except for all the uh,
2: rain. Yeah, <laughs> rain. they must be uh, cheaper out there, man. Cause you about the um, third or fourth person I heard moving from Cali to Oregon?
3: No sales tax. Um for real? No sales tax, bro. Hmm. <laughs> on anything. I don't know I guess it's in the uh, you know there's property tax but um, you go to the store no sales tax on nothing so that already helps out a lot exactly that shit adds up so then plus it's like when you I was noticing this I was buying my mom a gift she's back in LA so and uh, you know I was adding the tax on when it was delivered there but when I order something here there's no sales tax on the delivery so I'm like oh, right. that shit adds up too
2: Man, they uh I was like, "Dope, I'm not going to no damn dispensary no more. Cause I went to his like some I, I go to the dispensaries, but I always go to like the underground ones. So it's like the ones that ain't really regulated, just doing the shit on low. So they moving every every couple months. Yeah, but then when yeah. I went to a legit one, they got the license and everything. Man, they like come out tax and all that shit. Oh wait, like, what the fuck you trying to tax the weed for? I'm like, you know. No. Yeah.
3: Exactly. You're gonna make me so stressed that I'm end up fucking blowing my high on this weed that i bought to reduce my stress you know what i mean
2: yeah so i just go back to the i'm back i'm back to the i get mines from the streets now man cause i ain't paying no tax on the no weed
3: no nah, no nah, man that's what's cool about over here too Let me show you this real quick real brief because you know i got my shit but you know what i'm saying i got my babies in here right now
2: okay so you're gonna send you're gonna mail your homie something you know i got you on some gift shit. it's all legal don't be saying, saying you got me it, like that shit, i'm gonna hit your ass up and be <laughs> Come on man. I got you like, well, we need that, man. At, be at least the eighth it's nothing Come on. all right all right i'm seeing my address after this though get, get, my, get my butt i don't even think like i know like even before it was really like legal i was we was mailing and shipping and it was kind it's kind of it's all right
3: Yeah, yeah, with the fucking Ziploc and some cut-up deodorant or some shit. 2011 shit.
2: Oh. So uh, let me know how you got involved with music.
3: Man, that's a great question. So let's see, how do I get involved with music? So let's see, I always loved music. And kind of around high school time, I guess it was freshman year, you know, they make you choose a pod. I went to Palisades High School. It's, like, right kind of, like, between Santa Monica and Malibu area, right off PCH. So, I go there, a bunch of, like, you know, kids up over there, whatever. They make you choose, like, a pod or something. So, you do music, art, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I ended up in this uh, music history kind of class with, like, one of my – like, pretty much my brother. You know, we lived together multiple times. Then, especially after high school, I'm he – you know, up with his mom, whatever. That's kind of like my mom's too. Anyway, he He was like, man, we should start a group. And I was like, yeah, we should definitely start a group. So I'm like writing. I'm all about everything. Basically, we start a group. He get kind of gets kicked out of school, like maybe the next year, two years after that. And he's all like, oh, man, I only was writing because it was like something to do in class. You know what I mean? And so he's kind of falling off. Basically, we bring another in the group, making a couple of songs, like I think it's up on there on SoundCloud, it's probably like seven years ago or something. I know it's up there on SoundCloud. Pretty cool, a couple, couple cool tracks. You know, I did the beats on them and got one of my homies to play guitar. Anyway, senior year comes around and then I joined the choir because the teacher that was teaching that music school, I mean, music history class, he needed some male voices and he was a dope-ass teacher. So I was like, okay, I got you back for sure. Me and, like, two of my other homies joined the choir, which actually had one of the members in the group that I was in. We made this group called Conscious Chiefs. So that's my SoundCloud still, Conscious Chiefs. But um, so basically in that choir, you know, kind of did some more collaboration shit, did a couple open mics and stuff, did a little bit. We were, like, shooting some videos, never dropped them. But, um, and I, the video I actually was talking about was a different one. That was from like two years ago. But anyway, man, let's see. After that, you know, I was actually working at this film studio in high school. So then when I graduated, I stayed kind of working there as a paid intern and then kind of worked my way up studio manager. And then uh, they had a big old sound room there. You know, it's like they were doing like post-production stuff, all types of stuff. So I was really trying to get my foot in the door there. And the guy who ran that is his name is Andrew, the homie, he's super dope. He's down with like a bunch of the P-Funk heads. So like I was like going to sessions with like this dude like Blackbird, who's the guitarist for P-Funk, uh Steve Boyd, one of the uh singers, one of the lead singers, Lige Curry was I believe he was the bassist that replaced Bootsy. After he yeah, went. you mean I'm saying you said
2: P-Funk, you talking about Parliament, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, Funkadelic yeah. Parliament, yeah. Okay. So, so I kind of got into chopping with some of those old fucking OGs, you know, and I was like, damn, this is so tight and uh kind of just fell in line, man. I've had such a privilege fucking to have so many dope artists cross paths with me. And you know, like I've met like I've met and befriended like people that i would just like you know right now i'm just like damn like that's the hobby like since forever and and um not that they're like blowing up huge yet or whatever but it's just like they shine regardless you know like because some of these cats are like amazing man and you know shit it just kind of keeps me uh inspired which is good and you know i'm just like kind of going back to what i said about the group thing you know like uh, me and in the cat who i was in the group with kind of fell out this year and off creative differences type shit but it actually gave me a real good perspective of how i was kind of just putting all my effort into something other than was just myself you know what i mean it was just like oh yeah i'm just pulling this down for the team and i'm trying to put all my beats and my rhymes or whatever scratches all that shit trying to just put on my most energy into this project which is the team but it's like oh wait you forgot about yourself cam you gotta fucking snap back and get your right on it so now i'm kind of more well right now i'm actually more focused outside of music just like in a bunch of stuff because i'm i'm in school right now i'm about to take my board exam for this nutrition uh title certification thing that i've been working on which is dope and that's something that uh, I really want to try to incorporate in the music too. Try to bring that kind of educational, kind of just like we were talking about before. That whole like Styles P tip, you know, shout out Styles P. You already know, man. Uh, man, that was one of the first songs when I was like in middle school. He did a, he was in a group with like some band. And it was kind of like a rock rap group, and and I can't remember it right now. But it was Styles P. Maybe it's was just a feature on there. But that shit was like a big, a big track back in the day for me too. But um, all he's doing with the juicing and all the herbal types yeah. that we were just talking about for a, a minute ago, like one of my like big people in my corner, his name is Makari. He's like my executive producer. I want to put him on shit and like get him down there because he's always like fucking giving me the best advice, you know, and he's always really got my best intention at heart. And it makes me realize how rare and how important it is to have people like that nowadays. You
2: know what I mean? Yeah. I was going to say, uh, when you was talking about Styles P, because he's, ta- I mean, the stuff he's talking about, actually, I think he got it from probably Dr. Sebi. Yeah, The yeah. Dr. Doc- Black Sea Moss and the Black seed oil. So, shit, like, especially, like, you know, people like to smoke. and I know I don't really like the glass. So, if you're going to be smoking, you know, the tobacco all day, you got to at least try to take something to clean some of that shit out. Yeah. I do. Same way.
3: I'm on the same hip hop, but yeah,
2: what got you into hip hop?
3: Hip hop, good question. So, let's see. Uh, probably about well, the first song that I can remember hearing ever, I was probably like three, and I was with my dad in his car, and he had that posthumous Bob Marley album, Chant Down Babylon. And uh, and I remember the Johnny was with Guru on it, and I remember just hearing Guru. On that shit, like in my whole childhood, and then when I was reintroduced to him, probably in like I don't know sixth, seventh grade or so, I really got back into it. Well, let's see. Okay, let me let me rhyme back. All right, so first remember first shit I remember, Guru, off Bob Marley, Posthumous album, age three. That shit slap, such a dope track. Guru R I P, gifted unlimited rhymes universal got the fucking crazy voice and bars everything you know. Um, fast forward to elementary school, I remember my mom playing Atomic Dog like a fucking, like, clockwork, you know, and Coolio, and uh, Tupac, of course, Sublime, Chili Peppers, all that, you know, I like all I love all music, you know, hip hop is just like, universal to me. But I love all type of music, too. And I think they all interplay in a way, or they can and should interplay in a way that is real symbiotic you know what i mean but um so you know growing up on that shit and then i was like you know seventh grade comes around you know start smoking weed and then uh shit my homie put me on to fucking smith and wesson spice one uh what else um you know mtv jams ice cream music video came on wu-tang i seen that shit i was just like oh wow okay and then I was a huge woo head, too. So I probably, that was a, I can't go without mentioning that. Also, Hyro can't fucking not mention Hyro, too. So, dude, I don't know how I got into hip hop. Hip hop kind of just got into me and it, it never
2: stopped, you know? You know so, so. so how you describe your music?
3: My music,
2: you know, my music... My music's pretty cool.
3: It's all right. You know, my shit's all right. Coming from me, I it's cool, you know, but that's because it's mine, you know. And uh, I like, uh, you know, like I said about my peer group that I'm blessed to call that, you know. It's like, oh, like certain artists that have approached me or just friends that make music and then been like, oh, yeah, yo, let's get a track. And I'm like, yeah, word. Oh, yeah, let's get a fucking track because we need that because, you know. Some of my friends are fucking crazy dope with it. And, you know, like, I got to give myself props. I know I'm dope with it, too, because, you know, in high school, one of my teachers said he wrote a letter and my mom put it on the fridge. So I'll never forget shit. And he's like, oh, yeah, Cameron is a renaissance man and blah, 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 whatever that I said. I wouldn't forget. I only remember the renaissance man part. So that made me ask, oh, yeah, what's that? And I was like, "Okay, I kind of am that because, you know. I bought my first, so I was telling you, I was uh, working at that internship in high school still, right? Mm-hmm. So after I finished that, probably 2011, I found a Technique 1200 for 250 bucks on eBay. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Give me that. Bam, need that. Then I found another one on Craigslist for like 300 or some shit. So like, okay, that's a steal. I need those. The paycheck from the summer, got my turntables set. I set up my dad's old Kenwood fucking amp and I didn't have a mixer and I was trying to scratch with the little fucking knob on the amp until it wore out, you know? And, uh, and then, you know, I really got into that. And I was like, I could just rap on people's beats, but I'm really not about that. Cause it really pissed me off when I hear someone rapping on another person's beat without acknowledging it. Kind of, you know what I mean? I was kind of that guy. I was like that kid who was like, everyone's like, Oh dude, what's that what's that song you're playing i was like go find it yourself you know like why are you why are you bugging me <laughs> retrospect i wish i would have been more fucking i don't know what the word is but i would have been like yo here listen to this song oh listen to that song whatever <laughs> and you know what i mean like i was kind of like i was taking I, know,
2: I be kind of like that too man i kind of like keeping my artists to myself sometimes because once they turn mainstream, it's like you know, it's kind of over again. It's kind of better before you got them when they before they blow up.
3: You know what I mean? So, so that's how I feel too. But then looking back at it, I was like, man, I really should have just at least maybe made a platform, you know, and and uh, connected people with the music more. And that really, um, that really became apparent to me after one of my homies died uh, a couple years ago. R. P. Dunbar, Ian Papa, Big Fucking huge fucking influence in my movement because I remember in high school him and some of his friends had dropped a song on YouTube like a week after me and my homie had dropped our first little single on YouTube and then like Mm -hmm. you know I took it some kind of way like oh y'all doing this whatever but um I remember I burned him a CD with like with like 12 random ass underground tracks on it and And he was always like, yo, dude, let me get some tracks. And I was like, "All right, you listen to this? And then you're gonna figure out who it is without knowing who it is. And then we're gonna chop up about it. And then I'm gonna show you who it is and show you more shit. You know what I mean? So I was like trying to be kind of scholarly with it, I guess, I don't even, (laughs) but but, uh, shout out my boy Dunbar. One of those tracks that was on there was from this group called Shades of Brooklyn. And the track's called Changes. And I remember I was like, man, this one will never find this fucking song because it's a random ass group that I had never heard of before, you know? But uh, but shit, man. My music is pretty cool. I trying, I mean, I try to, you know, I I kind of overthink things a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that can hinder my fucking performance sometimes or whatever. But at the same time, you know, to each their own kind of be on that kind of perfectionist. Tip, you know what I mean? It's hard for for an artist to be like, oh, yeah, this is my art. Or, you know what I mean? I don't know. I guess that's what's kept me kind of back.
2: Well, you say your creative process is.
3: Right. I'd say it's pretty, like, fucking sporadic and random. and And, you know, sometimes my best results will come from, you know, the least amount of effort, I feel like. And so that, that'll that be like, if I'm making a beat or whatever, I'll just fucking boom, blah, 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 put it on, play it live or something. And it'll come out dope Or I'll get, instead of getting too wrapped up in the process of organizing it. But I guess, you know, that's, a, that's something that I'm coming to terms with and I'm getting, you know, I'm better at kind of addressing it with myself and kind of gaining a better understanding of the process because, you know, Sometimes it's hard to write. Sometimes I love to write. Sometimes I'll just go off top, and then I'll be like, oh, yo, I need to post this. Even though one part I kind of, like, fucking skipped out, but I love how it came out just fucking natural like that. You know what I mean? Like, if you go on my SoundCloud right now, if anyone's watching, they go on the SoundCloud and they listen to that, the most recent track, that was just, like, I had these three verses written, but then I didn't really know how they were going to, you know, function out. So I just kind of just did it in one take and I was like, oh, okay. The little freestyles in the in-between that shit kind of rolled. It, it was clean. So I'm gonna just post it and then revise it later if I want to or whatever, but just something for the meantime, since I kind of, uh, I kind of don't, uh, what's the word, you know, I've been a little inconsistent, especially the last two years. What
2: mm. would well, you say your story is as an as a MC? What's your story?
3: Right. My story is the MC is probably probably just that that dude that was on the beach that has a bunch of friends and some enemies, I guess. But you know, fucking that dude right there who I was always talking that shit. And they're like, Who is this kid? Who the fuck are you? Like, who is this dude? And they're like, oh, oh, that's who he is. Oh, okay. This is that's who that fool is. Okay, I remember you. You were hanging out with that one dude who's hella dope. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, who the fuck is this kid? Amen. Because this is the real shit. And I don't know how, but I got some dope ass followers on Instagram for real, man. I don't even get me started because I don't want to do no fanboy shit. But it's like some of these legends follow me on Instagram and I don't even know how, bro. Like, I don't know how or why. Knock on wood to the most high, but yo, easy mode B. What the fuck, bro? Come on. <laughs> how, is bro following me? Like, that's crazy. And I. Like I said, I don't want to get started because it's, it's a dope ass list to be honest. What I was thinking was putting together like a little mix of like those artists, like Drez, Black Sheep, shout out Jeruda, Damage bro. Come on, that one fucking knocked my fucking head off. I was just like, damn. And you know, it. I don't even know. And same with like Elder Sensei. You know, Nope Nope came over the other day and caught him up on the phone and shit. And we're just like, I was like, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't want to do it. I was just like, yo, let's go, bro. <laughs> like, big up, man. I caught that hat. You know, I got, I had to cop that artifacts hat. Mm. But, um, but man, I don't know. So the universe just keeps on kind of showing me signs. So, you know, at times I'll be like, yo, like, Cam, what are you doing, man? What do you want to do, man? You know, like, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to be what I am regardless so I always do music and uh I think at a time I was pursuing it kind of like not to be mainstream but I was like oh yeah I'm gonna just do this full thing but then then I was like you know I was kind of struggling with the passion and work thing so I kind of you know then some other family shit happened like I was saying so then I moved back up here trying to get like school stuff and settle and just apply that to the same picture and seeing it in a holistic view, you know what I'm saying? Because I know whatever I'm going to do is I'm going to do it big and I'm going to do it for the world and I'm going to do it for hip hop off top because that's who I am and that's what I do, you know, especially in this time of age right now. I think that's important. And, cool. you know, there's a lot to be said on that.
2: So what's your current projects? You working on what you got lined up?
3: Right now, let's see, I kind of, uh, I got, let's see, what we got? I got one album that uh, my homie helped me pick. You know, I've made a bunch of beats in my day. I got, like, a vault of just a bunch of beats. Then I got throwaway beats. and I got that shit. And I sent him a good group of them. And he was like, yo, these 12 right here, in this order, fucking slap. My homie, my homie Makari. You know, I don't know. So that's why I want to put him down, executive producer on there. And uh, I was like, you know, like, some of these, you know, I've had feelings about that could go either way, but, you know, I think you're right, and uh, this one's going to be tight, because it's all me production. And uh, that one's going to be called Venice Flytraps. That one's going to be dope. And uh, that might come out not before Sunday, not before Sunday, but that might come out soon. Hopefully soon. Definitely before my birthday, October 22nd, next okay. month. Okay. But um, I got one project with my with my homie. I never met him, but Just Instagram, homie, and he hooked me up with some dope ass beats. His name's Miami. I think he's a he's a he's like I think he's Crazy Bones' cousin or Lazy Mm -hmm. Bone. My bad. I don't I don't even know, but he's affiliated family with them. But his production is fucking crazy, and he got the flow like like dope. You know, he's from he's from Texas, I believe, and now he lived up in Idaho or some shit because he had to move. But this dude is dope, and he blessed me. And then um, he blessed me with this one track, which is the song that got this music video been working on for a while for. It's called Brick Phone. And he just sent me that beat, and then he re he mixed my vocals on it, and I gave him some notes, and he remixed it, did that shit off for free for me and him, you know, because it's our thing. And I was just like, "Wow, dude, thanks so much!" And then I copped some beats off of him, and he hooked me up for like a dope ass price. He gave me like eight like crazy dope beats, so I was like dude is a real one and uh that project's gonna be dope and then uh i got one other project with my fucking bro mo the only he's just like a legendary west la cat and he's like one of the dopest to ever do it and that's gonna be dope and last other project is a little couple tracks probably like a like a double like a single with like a remix on it by my fucking bro shelby james and he is a fucking boss dude so many people I want to shout out, you know, but those are some projects that I'm working on right now.
2: Mm. Who you say, who's your top five rappers?
3: Top five rappers, dead or alive? Or
2: uh, do it live. Alive? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's too easy, but they're dead shit. Yeah, live. We're going to give them their roses while they're alive.
3: Yep. Thank you. That's true. Uh, number one, Quick,
2: for sure, dude. DJ Quick? Yeah, quick, dude.
3: <laughs> that's the one I ain't
2: really heard. I ain't heard too many people say quick. But that's a good one, DJ Quick. You know,
3: I do fuck with sugar free, but I kind of feel weird having quick and sugar free on there. You know, but oh, but uh, quick number, quick for sure. Most of my top five might be dead though, so I'm, this might take me a second to think. Let me think. I got this. I just put on my CD boards. Oh, you know I fuck with Spitta tough, so probably gotta give Spitta one of them fucking. He was sla- my
2: first, like that was like kind of like because I started in 2008, and he yeah. was like one of the first big artists I got.
3: Hell
2: yeah! Yeah, it was right after he left Young Money. Yep. Yeah. That. Damn. Yeah. Right when he was dropping, you remember when he was dropping the mixtapes every month for a minute? He oh, did yeah. like a year,
3: didn't he? or something. Yeah. That was crazy, dude. Then then he started naming them just like 822, 922. Yeah. That shit? that shit. was so tight. <laughs> uh let's see, quick spitter. <clears throat> Scarface. Okay. Um. Well, not groups, huh? Ooh, you know what? Man with the jizza tough so let's say jizza spitta quick man, i can make a rhyme out of this <laughs> Um man oh yeah i fuck with fucking dungeon family too so Ooh. one of my favorite groups people under the stairs but you know it's, it's hard to fucking separate duos um who else is dope uh man Short dog, kind of dope, legendary. Come on. Uh, mm. Quick, spitter, short dog. What else I said? Jizza. Jizza, of course. Jizza, fucking dope, dude. Oh, yeah. And for the final, ooh, the final member. I'm trying to like represent the whole. We got the east, we got the west, we got the south. Oh, yeah. I said Scarface. I said Scarface, Quick, Jizza.
2: That's five, ain't it? <laughs> that's five. yeah,
3: yeah. That's, that's pretty solid. That shit's pretty solid. I need I just need someone from like the north, and you got the whole fucking what
2: you think How the uh COVID been affecting you?
3: COVID's a trip, man. So uh when this shit is crazy
2: going to the gym,
3: seeing everybody with their mask on like that. That shit crazy.
2: Right. Man, you got mask on now.
3: In the little spray bottles and the towels on the
2: Imagine table. if you was like just take that shit back like imagine if you was doing this shit last year. Imagine if you walked to the bank with your mask on. What the fuck would they would have did to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two shots. Life changed quick as fuck. Life changed quick. You could never walk in no bank with no goddamn mask on before. Right? Exactly.
3: Yeah, exactly. I'm walking in the weed store, like the liquor store, and I'm like pulling my shit up and I'm like, damn, this is not like You know, this shit is different. And you know, like we always saw like, you know, people in Asia wearing those face masks too, like for the last like five years too. But now
2: that's what man, even like right before the when the corona happened, like right when it started happening, I just started like I don't look at just United States. I study worldwide. Yeah. So I started looking at the Asian television. And then, you know, at first it was like, oh, don't wear a mask. But I'm looking at the turn I'm looking at China, and I'm like, shit. all of them got masks. I'm like, fuck. Why y'all telling us not to wear masks when they started over there? All of them motherfuckers got masks on. Every time I seen them on TV, they been had masks on. So I was like, why was they telling us not to wear masks? So that mm-hmm. shit was kind of weird. So I should have just started wearing the masks from the jump, but I ain't getting it. Or nothing, but I'm just, yeah, I, yeah. That shit just crazy. Like how they was telling us not to wear masks at first. <laughs> no,
3: yeah, some shit does not didn't add up, and it's still not adding up. And I don't know how to feel, bro. Honestly, I kind of want to fucking just go out of the U.S. Now we can't even do that. Really, it's like there's like four places that's letting people in. I'm a
2: homebody though, so I guess it kind of worked for me because shit, I'm a gamer. I got my family. I like to watch wrestling, so shit. I don't. I don't really like. I guess because I was in the Marines too, so like anywhere I go, I'm like paranoid. I can't just go nowhere and just like be cool i'm going and i'm like looking at everything make sure shit right so it's just better for me not to go to where my senses get too fucked up so i don't really like being a lot of people anyway so it kind of worked for me i don't care
3: right? i feel you a thousand percent right there well yeah because uh i'm a homebody too man thank you for your service too i just want to say that off top that was on the top of my head but
2: thanks bro you already
3: know but like because I can't relate to it in that aspect, but I'm a fucking homebody myself too, especially since kind of, I mentioned how I had stopped smoking tobacco, but that's because I also stopped smoking and drinking like since like last year. So I wasn't even going out to bars. I was a little bit just playing pool and shit, kicking it with the homies or whatever. But it's like, I was already kind of used to staying in my little bubble now too, that I got it situated. You seen the plants, shit.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm taste the plant too, shit.
3: Yeah, I, I already know, got three types.
2: All right. So what what advice would you give to new artists?
3: Man, new artists right now, right now I just tell them to do their homework so they could fucking really understand what they're getting themselves into or just don't do your homework and just come off top and be you. And that might be cool, too. But I don't know Uh, if it's going to be some real, you know, if it's a hip hop artist or it's an other artist. I feel all artists are now coming into a place where they can all work together, sort of. You know, we've seen that kind of in some kind of popular culture shit recently. And um, I guess, you know, just they need to believe in themselves, man. The artists need to fucking do what they want to do because it's true to their fucking soul, not because they're trying to put on a little fucking flashy Takashi shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I don't
2: know. So what would you like to say to your fans and supporters?
3: My supporters, man, I love my supporters because there's only one type of people that support me and that's real people because other people are supporting in a fake way, you know, and that shit always comes to light and then, then uh, you know, you find yourself wherever you, you were at before, you know, and, and uh, you know, with my support, I know people either do it just because they like me or they like what I got or... Or they just fucking vibe with it. Like, like similar with my Instagram shit. My thing's like an ambiguous, like shit. I just post random things on Instagram because uh, basically it's free storage and I could like find it if I ever want to without having to worry about my phone being all tripping, you know? So, my supporters, man, I love my supporters, man.
2: Hmm. That's what's up. Yeah, man. Appreciate having you on, man. We're going to see you on Sunday.
3: Yes, sir, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate being on here. I never did no interview like that, but uh, man, it's dope. I'm super stoked for this battle.
2: Yeah, I say, uh, your guy, he's um, I think he, I haven't listened to like, uh, I haven't listened to him too much, but he, he's he's alright. I think it's gonna be pretty good. I Think it'll be both well, of y'all need to come with y'all, y'all a game. Yeah, uh,
3: uh Indian K.
2: Yeah, I think he's he's from out here. He's from San Diego, but I don't even know him. I just know him because uh. The one Nimi was gonna be in it, Nimmy backed out, and mm-hmm. then he brought him in. So I haven't I heard the one song of him, but he's like he kind of think he a hip hop head too. So I think it's gonna be a hip hop ish battle. <laughs> yeah, right?
3: it should be cool. It should be really cool. The ticket looks pretty dope. There's some dope artists on there, so I'm I'm stoked to just you know be up there with everybody. Either way, you know. All
2: right, bro. So I'm gonna um, let me end this right quick. Make sure y'all check us out. PollPolitikin.com, PollPolitikin on social media. What's your social media again?
3: My social media, it be changing, man. My shit, it's Dao, like, you know, Daoist, then woofs, like Bow Wow Woof. So D-A-O-W-O-O-F-Z. Man. What does that mean? I said, what does that mean, though? Oh, what's it mean? Oh, okay, yeah. So, you know, I'm really into Chinese medicine. And uh, my shit used to be Cam Woofs, but then I made it Damn Woofs because I wasn't trying to be putting my name out there, and then I made it Dao Woofs because I was studying Taoism, and I was like, oh, shit. And then my homegirl told me the other day, she was like, do you know about woofing? And I was like, what what do you mean? She's like, working on organic farming, and I had Hmm. never heard that fucking acronym before. I only did it because, you know, I fuck with George Clinton, bow, wow, wow, UPO, EPA, you know what I'm saying? So. Cam Woofs, he's a dog. Big dog Cam. People used to call me big dog. I don't even know, man. Nobody knows, man. We're just out here still making it happen, you know?
2: You look like you're a vegan?
3: Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on that vegan type. Dr. Sebi, I fuck with Dr. Sebi, everything. Um, his son follows me, too. I don't know how his son followed me, but I've been calling I gotta
2: go to- to Your followers, right quick and see what you're working with.
3: <laughs> exactly. exactly. But uh but uh, shout out Dr. Sebi's son. You know, I got some sea moss from him and so man. Yeah, I never
2: uh I only I get the sea moss but just in the pills. Are you getting the pill form or the net though?
3: I get it in the bag and then I soak it overnight and then I blend it up, keep it in the fridge, take a spoonful or more every morning.
2: Yeah, you got send me uh how much is that?
3: So so first I got one off of this this uh website called Mega Plants. Mm-hmm. 25 for a big old bag and uh that's it's a lot it's a lot of sea moss in there but then dr sebi's son was saying this thing about you know the sea moss shouldn't be salty or whatever blah 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 and i tried his and it was purple and it wasn't salty but it tasted all fishy and uh you know so i'm still kind of in the research development phase trying to test the market out and see what's up but um the dr. Sebi one seems straight and his Sells out very, um, very quickly. His website is Bolingo Balance, B-O-L-I-N-G-O Balance. Bolingo Balance, and they have the uh, the CMOS. I think it's Condrus Crispus is the genetic name of it. But um, I would definitely recommend that one. And his is Dr. Sebi's. son is probably like thirty bucks for uh, like a five ounce bag or something. But so it's not too bad. If you're if you're an SD, you said. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's over there. I think he lives in LA now, so you could probably link up with him and shit. He seems super dope, man. I never met him, but he seems just real real
1: It ain't no stopping these plans